0: and welcome to bone zone the podcast where we talk about the show bones and dudes we want to bone i am one of your co-hosts jack smith along with me the lovely zen lu hi buddy
1: hello how are you very good very excited
0: <sighs> season one episode 11 we're getting into it i did not write down the name of the episode
1: the woman in the car
0: there you go um so here we go we'll jump right in Um, Starts off with Bonesies in an interview show to talk about her book, Bread in the Bone. Yep. Is this a play on
1: words? Um. Honestly, I don't know.
0: I, because I don't, if it is, I
1: don't get it. I thought about it a lot. I thought a lot about bread. Same. Couldn't really bring it to a reasonable conclusion that would make sense. Me neither. I mean, honestly, I think they just tried to come up with a title that had bone in it there so here we are <laughs> <laughs> and i actually have not been i know it's shocking to everyone i haven't really been tracking all the titles of her books i don't know if oh, i mentioned either. prior titles of books so is this don't think so. a new one or is this the same one she's been doing this whole well, time this
0: is i think it might be the wait well no there was
1: one the one that she got the nice car for right because she was doing so well right. is this a new book now
0: no because also when the in the very first episode when booth picks her up like the security guy was like oh oh had, like read her book
1: she had already written one oh right. so this could so, even be like
0: this could be like her third book. this could be shit. second no, or third yeah. yeah even though we're only on episode 11
1: she is writing all the time
0: all the time non-stop
1: inspiration from all these cases yes
0: and the interview lady says um introduces her and says that she works with the FBI to solve crimes. And she is as confused about this idea as I am. (laughs) It's like, what?
1: Yeah. And bones is not, um, Oh Lord. Charming. Nope. Or, um, you know, she doesn't come off well in this interview. She's basically as stiff as you would imagine Mm -hmm. based on the prior 10 episodes. Yes. Um,
0: I do like her blazer.
1: She had an okay necklace on too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was was like, oh,
0: not bad. Um, And this is just my ignorance, but the interview lady says that she sold 300,000 copies. I didn't catch that. Is that maybe it's skewed by growing up with things like Harry Potter or something where they sell millions upon millions of copies? Right. Is 300,000 a lot? honestly i don't know that's
1: a great question it's a large
0: number certainly but like i don't know in terms of book sales that's probably great i guess
1: well i mean so like in what is it like the second or third episode remember one of her potentially earlier books they mentioned that she made it onto the new york times bestsellers list which by the way remember she didn't know what that was but unimportant (laughs) um but like i guess if we're just assuming it's that same level of popularity maybe that does mean something i guess i have no idea
0: I, yeah I'm not sure either.
1: My only metric is like Like when they talk About record sales They talk about like mm. A million copies right, right. Or something and It's like
0: oh They've gone platinum Because they sold right. A million records a
1: lot. Or whatever it is I don't actually know Which numbers correlate To which metal <laughs> uh, Platinum is one million.
0: Oh, it is Wait yeah. so what's
1: gold Like five I have no idea Okay So maybe it is a lot
0: No And now it's so skewed Because people aren't Buying CDs and stuff anymore So like
1: Yeah No idea Yeah I mean, maybe... uh, Well, presumably the writers would have looked this up and would have come up with a good number that would have been impressive to people in the know.
0: You'd think. That's also given a lot of credit to these writers (laughs) that I'm not sure that they necessarily deserve. (laughs) Um, So then Booth sneaks in during the interview and he's trying to get her to smile and stuff, which fair in this scenario oh is that what he was doing he was like he was motioning for her like smile like oh i thought he
1: was just being an asshole and distracting her in the interview oh (laughs) no he's
0: trying to be like yay this is you know try to be happy be more personable and
1: likable as if she's on the stand
0: and it falls flat gotcha gotcha um and then when the um the theme for this episode was about children. Oh, I was and- so annoyed. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm not
1: um, bitter at all.
0: And so when the interview lady says, you know, a lot of our audience members is like, I think she mentions that they're parents or young something. Young moms. Yeah. Or moms with young preschool-aged yeah. ch- children, right? Or she says yeah. something
1: like preschool or kindergarten-aged kids. I don't know.
0: Like young, yeah. And so she's like, so what do you like say to them or something or and like what would you say to your own kids and bones is like i'm not having
1: kids and booth looks devastated right i was like like, why did she declare this it was not the question and then booth and the interviewer looked shook and i was like why do they care so much why were they so invested in her having children (laughs) And I even wrote to myself, I think this is supposed to be a Bones Tally. Really, this entire interview should be a Bones Tally. It was so yeah, painful was to watch really... the interview ask questions that she struggled yes. to answer in any way that made sense in terms of two people just having a conversation. Um, but I was just exhausted. I like <laughs> I was like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, we'll let it slide. So straight from there,
0: Booth had come in because he has to take Bonesies out to a burnt out car in the car i took good notes about what actually happens in the story and i was very proud of myself
1: that's great because i took almost none notes about the story almost none (laughs) almost none none notes (laughs) almost none notes and normally (laughs) i try to watch these right before we record Mm. but obviously we had a little bit of a delay in recording from our original schedule so now this is basically about 24 hours away from when i watched the episode so i'm real foggy over here okay well we're good because i watched a couple hours ago we're gonna lean on you pretty hard oh boy
0: and I took good notes, so we're good. Um, so uh, he takes her to this burnt-out car. There's a body in the driver's seat, and they're like, uh-oh, uh, there's a little kid's backpack and a little kid's shoe has been left behind, so we're looking for <gasps> right. a missing child. There's clearly. like a dead
1: woman in the front seat, yes. and then suggestions that there was a child a also child, in the car yes. who was now gone. And
0: also part of the like seatbelt had been like cut away, so clearly someone- <gasps> right. made- and just grab the case. yes that makes sense um so at the same time um we're they flip between because there's a the b story is that there is this uh agent pickering she's from the state uh, department yes this i wrote um and she's doing like a security review for the jeffersonian i guess
1: yeah so apparently they need to do this review so that they would then be clear to work on potentially classified yes. cases yes Which I guess the FBI cases were just like we don't give a shit. Leak this everywhere. (laughs) Put it on your blog. Tell everyone. But now we have to really see if you're capable of keeping Mm -hmm. a secret. Um, So,
0: um, Angela is working on a facial reconstruction, (laughs) as she always is. Bones says that this person, based on like this tooth thing that they found. that, oh yeah uh, this person is probably east uh eastern european immigrant um and then
1: because th- she was wearing like a gold grill if your grill was in the back part of your mouth like yeah. dentures which was apparently she claimed in some european some countries kind of cultural thing yeah like when yeah. you're coming of age they like give you this covering for your teeth i guess and i again i wow they blew by that real quick i clearly wasn't ready to put in the effort (laughs) to google to see if that's real i don't want to be
0: disappointed so i don't even bother (laughs) um so oh and so as they're all talking about this um angela mentions the security lady pickering um and booth says kind of jokingly oh do you have any secrets and angela says only the best kind yeah And I just wrote, so sex secrets? Because like,
1: what are the best kinds
0: of secrets? I don't know. I'm an incredibly boring person.
1: I just wrote, okay, Angela. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, whatever. (laughs) We get it. You're wild. We
0: get it. You're a real Samantha. Uh,
1: Sure. I will say two things that caught my eye during this exchange while they're talking about details of the case and Mm -hmm. trying to posit like where what was this woman's background what clues do they have that tell them anything about her um at some point because they're working under the time pressure of potentially a kidnapped child and there's this whole thing like the first 48 hours are right, very right, important. Right. So Booth is it coming in hot. And he's like yes. what do you have? Tell me anything. And Bones yes. is just like, okay, normally like we wouldn't do this but you know, this is like a serious like a different kind of situation. Mm. So she's like, I'm just going to go with it and she says, I may be jumping the gun, yes. but and like she says some other thing mm-hmm. about the evidence they found and I just it stopped me in my tracks because that Same. is a metaphor, Jax. And, and she was I thought, just so literal leading up to this, right? The whole interview sequence in the opening was, was about very her answering every question so painfully literally that it just did not make fucking sense. Yeah, just
0: like so. how Do you have any um, um, oh, like, advice for yeah. like ri- new writers? And she mentions like getting a writing implement. Right, I just want to fucking exactly. kill the interview yourself. Was
1: like, what advice would you give to someone who's trying to write a story? And she's like, find a pen and some paper, maybe. And And you just want to stab her through the eye with said pen. And then, next scene, she's coming out with all these fucking metaphors, (laughs) and then Booth is coming back with all these metaphors, and I thought last episode we established, she doesn't understand metaphors. Yeah. So I was annoyed. I was like, this is a continuity error. (laughs) And then, but what I did laugh at, though, I didn't actually count that as any sort of tally, because I was, again, feeling exhausted, but... emotionally and you know mentally but then like there's an exchange with agent Pickering Mm -hmm. when she first comes up to them and lets them know like okay I'm going to be performing this review Mm -hmm. and she looks at Bones and she's like didn't I see you on TV this morning and Bones says how could I possibly know what you watched on TV this morning and then she walks away and then (laughs) agent Pickering just looks at Booth and she's like yeah it was definitely her (laughs) and it made me laugh really hard so I forgave everything else that happened (laughs) yeah she's so intolerable sometimes
0: um so uh somehow when they're looking at faces that could match this fucking skull bones it's kind of like um it reminded me of clueless or it's you, she just goes through her outfits oh my god Angela's just
1: going through faces
0: faces of people
1: it reminded me of the last um oh sorry no go ahead no that was it well, I was just going to say that like this part pissed me off a lot and I wrote like three oh, no. paragraphs of notes. Oh, no. Because... oh <laughs> Okay. Was I in a mood? Maybe. But basically, Angela's doing her facial reconstruction program mm-hmm. and they're running against... Uh, photos of recent people uh, people have recently immigrated from Eastern Europe right and so she's got like this program up on the screen of the computer and it's like putting there's like so far four or five potential matches Mm -hmm. just because the skull's also been burned really badly so like it's you know been shrunk or something they mentioned something about
0: oh they said it wasn't shrunk oh
1: Oh, okay. But that usually is a thing that happens. Some questionable thing, whatever. But there's a bunch of potential matches when usually Angela's just spot on. Totally. So she's got like four or five pictures showing, like popping up on the screen as potential matches. The computer is still running through possibles, so could very likely come up with more than that. And they're just watching the pictures show up on the screen and Bones just looks at it and she's like, oh, that one. That one looks good. And I'm like, oh. So Bones has like a supercomputer in her head where like the actual incredibly advanced algorithm that angela built can't even discern which among these six and possibly more women actually represents the skull that you have bones are just like oh it must be that woman that one looks about right and similar to the last episode where a child was missing they do zero confirmation beyond that and they're like it must be her yeah she's a missing woman and let's go try and find her child now they do nothing beyond that to figure out if that's actually the woman
0: yeah i guess they could have done some like dental stuff right i also i also um (laughs) wrestled with this and i was just like jesus christ bones but then i was like well i mean she does this for a living Maybe she has a better idea. I basically made excuses and just let it go. She style.
1: eyeballs it. Yeah. She eyeballs an identification of a woman whose child is missing that they only have 48 hours to find. Yeah. And then based off of her eyeballing it, her and Booth like jump in a car and go drive off. Well, they knew
0: that... that they knew... Why am I defending the show? <laughs> they knew that the dental work that was found was like... No, there's something, there's something about something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she did have a miss, something about seven or eight years ago. Oh, Zach, I think could tell that she had a kid like seven or eight years ago from the body. And then when they, when Bones picks out that lady, her like a history comes up
1: or some bullshit. And she has, did it though because I remember she has an thinking she has they an didn't check child. that because then later they find a home video and they look at the kid in the video and they're like he looks the right age, and I was no. like, oh really? So like in the in the lab they in saw, that moment,
0: I they don't necessarily show it, but when Angela kind of zeroes in on that lady,
1: presumably some kind of file or information gotcha. comes up and they say, oh, she has an eight year old son. Fair. They didn't check any of the other five potential matches to see if any of those women might have had eight year old children, which was the only discerning factor here, but that's fine. And they went with it and they ran to her house. Yes, <laughs> this is all true.
0: You're 100% and right. they did zero confirmation. you are correct in this scenario. <laughs> no.
1: Look, I'm just blown away about how loosely they run investigations <laughs> when young children's lives are at stake. You know what I mean? Fair, 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 fair. That last one with that fucking guy who was from the 1920s. Oh, they ran that story down hard. (laughs) They found his old love interest in a nursing home 90 years later. (laughs) This woman, they're like, do a cursory background. They're like, we're good. That's you bring up all fair points. Then (laughs) I am
0: just so in the don't give a shit mode.
1: You're right. I also was supposedly claiming to be like letting things go.
0: No. Yeah, no, it's fine.
1: Um, so in the car, Bone
0: sees Parker's car seat, and
1: so oh God. what she here's the thing.
0: What she asks, how she asks it is poor, but what she's asking is a valid question of just like she should. What she said was, "How can you bring a kid into this world knowing what you know?" A better way to ask that is. Does it, you know, does it scare you at all because of what your job, you know, what you encounter or whatever, what you see right. to have a small child or whatever? Very reasonable uh, conversation between close friends or whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But instead she asks it in the blunt, terrible way that she does. And then she follows it up immediately with, oh, but he was an accident, right? Because uh, your you know girlfriend or whatever wouldn't marry you. Yep. And then you're just like, Bones, just throw yourself out of the goddamn car, you fucking asshole. Her typical style
1: <laughs> of answering, answer, of asking questions that she thinks she's already right and knows the answers to. Yeah. No. So that that whole Parker's an accident thing yeah. definitely gave her a potent style. Because like, I was like, you're just being a bitch. Yeah. I, um, Come
0: yeah. on. She's so... And she gets annoyed that people don't accept her lifestyle but she also doesn't accept other people she's so
1: judgmental and rude about other people's choices yeah. well and also before this she saw the car seat in booth's car mm-hmm. and she was like oh did you transport a really small felon recently oh is that what she said yeah that was her <laughs> first question and then he was like what that's parker's car seat and she was, that was like a oh joke. if that was a joke that'd be really funny right so here's the thing i literally wrote I can't even tell if she's joking or not, because at this point, she's so fucking ridiculous <laughs> with like normal questions in human life. So I just gave it another bone, because I was so angry because I, I replayed that. I actually rewound to tell like, was she kind of joking or not? I was taking notes. And so I missed that. And then I was like, oh, it was probably a nothing
0: thing. So I didn't go back. And I wish I did because that's fucking funny. If it was a joke,
1: it'd be really funny. Because then she (laughs) calls Parker an accident and she she makes the comment that you said, like, oh, well, he must have been an accident because, you know, you and his mother aren't together. So that clearly wasn't the plan. And Booth, he's actually just like, wow, he literally says that was kind of insensitive. And she's like, well, you could have just said it was a really small felon. And again, I couldn't tell if she was joking in that moment or not. So she got a fucking tally. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she deserves to be punished
0: um so they head to this person's uh so basically when they f- when bones decides that this is the person who was burned <laughs> in the car they see that um she has a husband who they were re- oh that was the other thing they separated recently which was another thing that made them think like oh it's probably this person because so many times it's uh sign- like husbands or wives who actually steal or like kidnap their own children right 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 and it had shown that they had been recently separated for, like, the last couple months. So, they tracked down their home to try to find the husband. Um, and I will say I did like Bones's coat. <laughs> you know, well, it was a nice coat. Um, and then Booth notices... Nobody's answering the door. Um, and Booth notices that there's a truck across the street and a dude taking photos. And so he runs across and kind of attacks them like i didn't think it was necessary to break the window of mm. this truck but sure um also it's incredibly hard to break windows of oh, cars, yeah so that would not have happened he would have broken his hand um <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out it was u.s marshals
1: well and bones runs over too and yes. she there's because there's two of them and yes. she literally fully just throws him out of a car window yes. and throws him onto the ground yes all so, 115 pounds of you know yeah
0: <laughs> um granted he was because again i also noticed and was like well he was off balance he was awkwardly getting out of the <laughs> car so i think i also maybe could have done that but um so he booth draws his gun yells fbi they draw their guns yell u.s, US marshals. marshals and then zen what does bones
1: yell Oh, she says forensic anthropologist. <laughs> yes, she oh my does. god, I can't believe I didn't write that down and give her a tally. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm gonna retroactively add one on. Thank you.
0: Um and she then she <laughs> just kinda mumbles, that's why no gun. She says, That's why no gun, which oh is a grammatically god. horrible sentence. Oh my god. And I was god. surprised. Um so they're talking to these and I feel like the writers were just like really proud of that joke i think they thought they were really funny with that one um so turns out that this guy uh the last name is decker he and uh his wife separated and he is in witness protection because he's uh has to testify to a grand jury in this federal court case um because he designs body armor for this company uh, called KBC Systems, and uh, he is accusing them of knowingly selling defective armor to soldiers in Iraq. And those soldiers, a bunch of soldiers, died wearing that yeah. armor.
1: So he's a whistleblower, and they need yes. him, and they
0: need to protect him. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody—they reveal that nobody's actually telling this guy about his wife and his son because they yeah. don't want him to back out of testifying, which is gross. Um. In the meantime, at the lab, Bones and Zach found something in the wife's mouth, and they're not sure what it was, yeah. and then it turns out it was cartilage from an ear. I'm just realizing that had been bitten off, that you never actually- Wait, do we
1: ever find out? No.
0: Unless unless at the end, they show a guy who had his ear taped up or something, but I didn't notice.
1: I don't remember that either because, like, it ends. We'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know mind. if I just didn't take good notes or pay attention. No, but I, just I don't, don't remember think they it coming did. back up.
0: No. So, um,
1: do they find out anything from the ear? They do. They just know oh, the man. Oh, this is why they do.
0: So, there's <gasps> some earwax in the ear. There's stuff in the ear yeah. that leads them to something. That, yes. So, they give that to Hodgins, which is. Like, is that really under his purview? I don't know. I don't know, particulates. <laughs> I guess. Earwax. I don't know. Um, so Hodgins is going to analyze that. And then Booth and Bones are watching a tape of Decker and his son, um, teaching his son how to ride a bike. And Bones doesn't see the point and then proceeds to then turn around and explain, like, the anthropological like relevance of it so i was like then why are you questioning this you fucking idiot (laughs) like
1: just i didn't get that either he's a dad too i was like why is this confusing to you i don't i don't know
0: um and so then booth uh he starts interviewing polina's the wife's sister and says that uh decker carl the husband was having an affair because um, polina found receipts from hotel, and she's like get out of here
1: which cheater. we know is because he was meeting like attorneys and stuff because of the well then you find home. out yes oh right right, right. after okay.
0: that um angela oh well, okay, so she says that and then they skip to Angela's security review. Oh right. And which you learn that she's had twenty five addresses in six countries
1: in eight years. Mm-hmm. And it's revealed that she has a husband. Yes. Which she didn't think was a husband because it was apparently um apparently she got his husband through some sort of fire dance and she didn't think it would stick. It was so to speak. legal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's just a random thing sprinkled
1: in there because she's fun. She's grinning ear she's to a- ear this entire time. She's like, yeah, what'd you find? Isn't she's it crazy? Like, I'm... Angela
0: Montenegro, I'm a good time
1: girl. She literally at some because like literally the, the agent Pickering is like, okay, you've had 25 addresses in six countries in the last eight mm-hmm. years. And then Angela literally says like, yeah, pretty crazy, right? Or pretty weird, right? Like she's like so excited yeah. about how weird and crazy she comes off as. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Too much.
0: She'd be that annoying person out of like, if you had like friends over and you included her. Yeah. She'd wanna like stand out and be like special, but you know what's cool? Having a job. Yeah. So whatever, Angela. This from a person who's literally never even smoked a cigarette. (laughs) Have you? Yes. Interesting. Never because I have asthma, so I
1: was like, this is just gonna kill me. I'm not gonna do this. (laughs) Smart. That's a good choice. And that was the right choice. Thanks smoking is bad for you. PSA. In case anyone <laughs> listening was still not aware.
0: I mean, I've barely ever done any drugs.
1: Same. I'm not a wild person.
0: No, I'm so boring.
1: I am the opposite of Angela. I'm Me what too. you would call a a, a bad time girl.
0: <laughs> Just Wait, a stable time girl. Normal, regular, like boring s- time girl?
1: Stability. <laughs> <laughs> boring time girl at home. Yeah.
0: A responsible homebody. Yeah. Um. So uh from there we go to booth because uh, now he's talking to the people at kbc which is decker's employers who say that he was nuts and a pain in the ass and of course they naturally deny any wrongdoing um so then booth goes back to the lab with the tapes from the motel that decker was going to and that's where we learn what you mentioned earlier Um, that he, um... He wasn't cheating on his wife. Right. He was meeting with his, like, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he... uh, Booth also says that Angela can use her fat recognition program. Oh, But really, it's the mass recognition program. I didn't get that. Like, it's just so... It doesn't make any sense for him to kind of, like, say that because... You would then have to understand what mass is. And I feel like he's the type of guy who'd be like, yeah, whatever, science. But clearly, you do understand what that means. And now you're mixing it up. It's not a good joke. And that goes in the
1: booth telling. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Let me write that down. All right. Let's add one.
0: Um, it was really bad. So, they're also at the same time, Zach is still looking at the body. Of the wife and he's confused because there's no smoke in the lungs. So presumably she was dead. Mm -hmm. Before the blaze. Right. But um, there's some like clotting and stuff that suggests that she was still alive. Also, she has broken teeth, blah, blah, blah. And they figured out that she was electrocuted slash tortured before she died
1: which was also just like so brutal so brutal like not that we haven't seen brutal things i guess thus far but But it just seemed excessive and i think it's kind of weird because the feeling of the show is still pretty light yes like it's gory and stuff but it's still essentially like meant to be sort of comedic totally and then they just like just
0: not have that type of
1: that really dark hbo exactly no that's exactly (laughs) what i said this isn't meant to be an episode of 24 right? right right so like i just was just like wait so she's been like aggressively tortured to the extent that her body looks like she's had repeated like grand mal seizures and they can't seem to understand how this is happening because she doesn't have a seizure disorder. Right. And it's actually the result of horrific torture. Totally. And anyway, ha ha ha. (laughs) Fat reconstruction programs. (laughs) (laughs) Facial recognition. And I'm wild. And I had a
0: fire dance. (laughs) Um, so then, again, this security thing is going on, and Hodgins is still just a little bitch. Oh, he annoyed and he's me so, so much. He's I upset. know. He's still very paranoid and into conspiracy theories, so he wants to have an interview because he also wants them to think he's like crazy and dangerous
1: or whatever. Well, it's like the minute Agent Pickering shows up right at the beginning of the episode, he's he's like, like, oh, okay, yeah, the government is trying to like find out all this stuff about us and he's like going on his whole spiel. Yeah. But then she like very pointedly at some point is like, we don't need to interview you. We're fine. You're actually the one person here we don't need to talk to. And then that drives him nuts. So the entire episode is just him being like, oh, come on, there's some crazy things about me you don't know yet. And you're like, you're so pathetic right now. Hodgins, just Turn into the nice boy that we know and love. Yes, who loves Angela. Just get there. I know. Um, They call. She calls
0: him benign, and it just like oh yeah, harmless. Oh, he goes
1: insane. Yeah. Um. So then, um. (laughs) Oh wait, but what? Sorry. No. Were you going to move on, or were you going to talk about the thing she said about Zach? No. (laughs) She said that they they did a. Cause I don't know how they knew this or whatever, but so he admitted at some point to having a lot of fantasies about like robots taking over the world oh, or something yeah, that like comes that. Later. Oh, it does. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't take as good notes as you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, it comes. Uh, the so the only thing that they find out about oh in between then is that um. Uh yeah, he's. Decker is having a meeting with some dude at a motel. And naturally, Angela thinks that he's having an affair because
1: she is just obsessed with sex. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she's like, oh, he's a homosexual, like a closeted homosexual. Which... Of course. She's the
0: worst. Um, (laughs) So,
1: yes. And now talk about Zach. Oh, no. I mean, I just laughed like a child because... At some point, Agent Pickering then comes to Zach as the next person to interview, Mm -hmm. and she's like, oh, you are known to have these fantasies about, like, robots taking over the world or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was.
0: he makes a joke um, about, uh, I can't remember what she asked him, but then he makes a joke about being like, well, I'm an anthropologist, I'm, he's also going for his engineering degree, he says, so he's like, oh, and I'm working on anthropology, so... Do I, you know, fantasize about, you know, creating robots that can take over the other or whatever?
1: Yeah. And she was like, do you? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, did you know that those are signs of emotional retardation? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but I laughed pretty hard at that. Yeah. And he was like, yes. He actually was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> he's like, I've heard this all before, basically. Yeah. And he seemed quite comfortable with it also.
0: Um, and she asked him, like, what would... Cause she's trying to tell, figure out if he would leaks like state secrets. Oh right. And she was like, "Could I bribe you with like money or something you want?" And he's like, "No." And she was like, "Well, what if I presented to you like an irrefutably like logical argument mm-hmm. and reason as to why you should tell me?" He, she was like, "What would you do?" And he was like, "Well, I'd ask Dr. Brennan and Angela <laughs> about what's <to> <laughs> exactly." To just, like, because you're a child
1: which i thought was honestly kind of cute i found it endearing and it made me like him more usually he's just annoying and kind of dumb but like
0: i was like oh i generally like zach i think he's cute sweet
1: i think i've generally felt neutral to sometimes annoyed about him but Mm. this made me be like you're a cute little dweeb
0: yeah um so then uh as i said we find out that decker was meeting his justice department handler i wrote they lost him lol um i don't know how you lose a human um (laughs) and it turns out that decker had requested that he speak to his son every day so then when they wouldn't let him talk to him one day he was like "Uh uh-oh something's wrong yep and he books it out of there um to find his kid and they go bat- bones and booth are talking to Zach about like and booth equates the high i q that Jacker has with um with Zach with Zach because Zach is also very smart, and he's like, "What would you do and Zach is like, and this is actually very kind of smart point of like he says that i q isn't a variable because you know." this guy's a dad so he's like what would you do booth and booth is like so um
1: yeah that was the most um again emotionally intelligent kind of thing that he said
0: um so booth immediately is like "Ooh, we gotta go why he takes bones with him i do not know because it's completely unnecessary um so he heads to kbc headquarters because he's like "Uh uh-oh If it was me, I'd go to try to track down the person who I think is holding my son hostage or whatever, or is in charge of those people. And the logical conclusion is the people I'm testifying against. Yes. So he's, they're running there. Yes. So the reason that Bones is essentially with him is because she talks to Decker as a fellow, like, rational scientist and gets him to, like, put down his gun and stuff. Oh, God. And then we go back to the lab. Where Dr. Goodman is now being questioned. You found out that he was, like, sleeping with this... He had, in the past, slept with this environmentalist person. And so they think that would be a security risk. Because they'd use this, like affair as leverage but he wasn't actually having an affair yeah he
1: it tur- they were assuming he was because yeah. they saw like phone calls or right, something right. on but his turns like, out, phone records and they're just like what do you mean you have a platonic relationship with a woman yeah he was like no we just like to talk to each other and talk about ideas and like have nice debates yeah and like what
0: yeah <laughs> and so then we go back to Decker and he's saying that he won't testify and like go find my kid and he gives Booth a kind of like secret word to tell the son when he goes and finds the son, so the son knows that Booth is a good guy.
1: Yeah. It made me laugh too because um so they had to convince him, which mm. kind of annoyed me a little bit the way that they tried to convince him because he was basically like anything that I can do to increase the chance that my son survives, I'm gonna do. Yeah. And right now that which seems is fair. like I'm not that the, the answer to that seems like not testifying. Yeah. And that one US marshal guy, the whole is he the US Marshal or the attorney, I can't remember. He's the attorney guy. Yeah. So, like, this whole time he's been trying to come down on Decker, like, mm. you know, like, any angle, like, you're doing your yeah. great duty or, Gilts like... and... Right. Yeah. Like, or, like, it's more important for you to save all these other lives right, right. now or blah, 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 blah. And it's just, like, so distasteful. And, like, all the other characters in the episode also give him a hard time. Like, you're yeah. being a huge asshole. His son is missing right now. Yeah. Um. But I, I liked how... So he gives Booth the code word, which is mm. Paladin, mm-hmm. which is like the name for like some, I guess, in mythology or something like that. Like yeah. some protector right. of of the innocence or something. Um, and somebody, I can't remember, is it Bones who's like, oh, that sounds like you, Booth.
0: You know? Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Like literally like he's like the word is Paladin. And then... Booth is, somebody's like, huh, that means protector of the blah, blah, blah. And she, Bones is like, oh, sounds like you, Booth. And they're all like, oh, yeah. And then Bones laughs and she's like, you military guys are all so sentimental. And that kind of made me laugh. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, you cheesy fuck ups. Basically.
0: Uh, a knight renowned for heroism
1: and chivalry. Oh, ah, OK, OK. Mm. They didn't quite uh, explain it that way. But yeah
0: essentially they're just trying to toot it.
1: booth's horn yeah
0: basically um so then we're going back to lab and hajin finds grass particles from somewhere in south africa which actually doesn't end up being a thing really um
1: it just also, tells them that it's like south african mercenaries or something yeah, that are doing which this is
0: random and seemingly unnecessary um and then uh again more like um particulates for, from seemingly like a mechanic shop and so, at the same time, Booth has sent the, uh, like the kid's pinky finger. Which how did they know who to address that to? I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's a good point. And it comes with like a. It comes in a nice little jewelry box thing. <laughs> B, the note was written on cardboard oh yeah it was
1: like back off <laughs> written on cardboard <laughs> In all
0: caps. but then with a nice jewelry box
1: yeah. where the finger is
0: yes. like a velvety jewelry box I'm just like what the fuck you guys could find this jewelry box and not a piece of paper come Look, on jacks
1: they they have to focus their energies oh and God. be as efficient as possible
0: um then the nerds figure out that it was cut off with the hatchet. And again, mechanics garage, blah,
1: blah, blah. And there's this whole thing about like lead to like, right? Like there's right, something right. about leaded gas, which they know was phased out by yes. like 85. So it's like something where like there's like mechanic and brake pad stuff. Yes. So, but I mean, then also logical. old gas. Yes. So they were like, so Bone or Booth is like hearing back all the facts. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, an abandoned gas station. Yeah. Um, and they're able to do the whole triangulation
0: of cell phone stuff. I mean, it all, yeah. it's silly, but it all actually was logical. Fits and, together like, somehow, sense. yeah. Because um, he's getting frustrated and being like, do what you fucking nerds do and like yeah. tell
1: me what's up. He's like, come on, we don't have time. Yeah, Fair.
0: Um, and then, oh, so then again, we're back to this goddamn security thing. And Bones is being interviewed by Pickering, who asks if she met with Juan Guzman in Cuba. And so yeah. when Bones hears that name, she picks, she doesn't say anything. She just picks up the phone um, and talks to someone who she's like, you told me to call if anyone ever asked about you-know-who. Hands the phone to Agent Pickering, who immediately is like, gets scared. Yeah. And is like. Clearly like dressed down over yes. the phone. Yes. Um. And she just quietly is like, um, so the interview's suspended and I just have to wait here for someone to shred my notes. And so this whole thing that they're going back and back to this whole fucking episode was pointless. Yep. It resulted in nothing.
1: It only resulted in us knowing that this whole time, secretly, Bones has had super high security yes. clearance and has been privy to a lot of state secrets. Because totally. one of the things she asks... Uh, Pickering when she when Pickering starts questioning her about this interaction with this person Mm -hmm. she's like what's your security yeah yeah. (laughs) and so it's like clearly she has a rather high level one that she's not sure agent Pickering would have totally so yeah and then she clearly is able to at a moment's notice Mm -hmm. dial the number of a very important person who has the power to shut down entire investigations. Mm -hmm. which again is still confusing because it's like just because bones has been in some way like checked and like um, what do you call it, vetted to be able right. to like do classified investigations the Angela? rest of her team is still yeah. not investigated like they weren't <laughs> with her in Cuba when this happened you know oh lord
0: so then Bones uh, Booth comes and grabs her saying they might have found the kid Um, and it's revealed Booth says that like Bones is like how do you know all this because he's this like there's me. a bunch of <laughs> there's five gas stations four of them are like urban one of them's rural he's like i would go to the r- r- uh, rural one because of course you would anyone with half a brain anyone could tell you would that. realize that and where like, would you why? hold a
1: hostage maybe not, not in the ones in the middle of a city maybe not downtown
0: yes um
1: and so but that wasn't why they needed to have the conversation jacks they needed to <laughs> have booth out loud explain his incredible logic because right.
0: um because he used to be the person that people are trying to find.
1: He used to kill people. <laughs> Don't Snipe forget, him, baby. <laughs> Don't forget. He's Paladin, the protector. Yes. But also at one time in his life, he was the person that needed to be protected from. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, boy. He's so complex.
0: Yeah. And then, again, they're racing to find a child who has had one of his fingers chopped off. And at this time, <laughs> she's like, how can we never take my car? Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> and he's he just goes, "Uh, do you have bulletproof vests in your trunk?" And she's like, "No." He's like, "That's why." And that made me laugh cuz like, "You fucking asshole." He's so over her. Why would you take your car? Your like it's not an F like yeah. not there's literally no good reason why they would take your shitty
1: little sports car. I appreciated his pushback this episode earlier when yes. she started calling, you know, Parker an accent. He was like, that wasn't sensitive. Yeah. Like normally he just kinda humors her, but right, clearly right. uncomfortable like, no. and tries to in some way, I don't know, educate her about right, right, the right. ways of normal human interaction. Yes. But this episode he was like, Shut up, you're being stupid, <laughs> duh, because of this. We need to get in the car, let's go. Yes.
0: It was great. Um then uh, booth does his booth thing. <laughs> the directions. I feel like in most movies and television, which are obviously not a good measure to go by, but whenever there's some kind of stakeout type situation and they have to infiltrate a building, there's a lot of planning that goes into place. Of Typically, like, yeah. This is what the layout <laughs> of the building is. We should go in here. No, yeah. Blah, blah blah. And instead, the plan is just boosts like. I'm going for the kid. You guys do your thing.
1: That is the direction. And then they all go in. They drive up to the gas station. Mm -hmm. Like they stay, of course, hidden some distance away, but they can still see the gas station. Mm -hmm. A whole bunch of SWAT dudes are there Mm -hmm. ready and waiting. He's like, we're going to bust in. I'm going for the kid. You guys kill the rest of them. He just says, you guys do your thing. (laughs) That is what he says. He is a leader, Jax. And then he does some
0: military hand motions and off they go. And I was just like, "This is the greatest!" And the music that they swell up, swells up is just so—it's like you're in a Michael Bay film. And I just want to be like, guys, and w- it lasts ten seconds. Like, it's such a short amount. Of time it was so quick. Cuts that music as soon as they get
1: into. The and movie. it's also one of those things where, I mean, at least for me, it's like I was not in any way invested in this story like we had not seen the kid this yeah. whole time so I didn't feel like bad for him or whatever or any sense of like whatever <laughs> his only living relative Decker was not particularly like I didn't like I, I don't know I just didn't care <laughs> <laughs> Am I in a weird place right now? Maybe. Well, here's the thing. On the other end of it, my body wants
0: a child so badly that I was like, oh, this poor kid.
1: Oh, well, I mean, yeah, like conceptually, I can be like, yep, this story makes sense. Of course, like the motivations, the emotions everyone's feeling. Hmm. And there's like a a lot of points where like at some at some moment, like they kind of sit in the horror of like who would be so cruel as to cut off an eight year old boy's finger? Like what the fuck? They and i on stressing his age also. Just say a little kid. Yeah. Just <laughs> say a child. Well, really, anyone's finger yeah. would also be unfortunate. Yeah, but yeah. I guess, yes, more so because of a child. But uh, yeah, I just was like, oh, yeah, they're going to go. Like when exactly what you're saying, they tried to swell this music and mm-hmm. made, and like, but it like I'm going for the kid. You guys do your thing. And it was just like, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right. I was like, whatever. It's fine. Like, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. And then when he got in and he gets the kid and the kid's like crying and, and he doesn't want to. Like he's scared. He's scared, yeah. Until Booth says Paladin. I yeah. was just like, ugh, this is so dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's so uh, cheesy.
0: Yes. <laughs> I was fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think because they made such a big deal about the father being a fucking nerd and whatever and like teaching his son stuff. So I was like, of course, these two nerds. Mm would like the kid would know what that is and like it would
1: be fine or whatever. They did show the video of like the, the, the boy on the ride. bike. Yeah. yeah. I no, get, yeah. It's just normally say. you have like the parent crying in the beginning. And in this situation, unfortunately the wife was dead. So like there yeah. wasn't a lot of that. And then <laughs> and you they, have the moment with Decker, like holding the guy at, kcb yeah. or whatever at gunpoint and he's like clearly very distraught but there i guess there just wasn't as much emotional build-up so that i felt like really into well, it because
0: a lot of the descriptions of the father is like oh he's very cold and he's crazy and blah blah, blah. but like yeah. in the one time that you see him before you actually meet him in person he's like a totally normal loving father right
1: Like keep trying to draw parallels between him and the squints like yeah. oh he's like a robot like you guys like, but it seems like, no. like a
0: totally reasonable person yeah. and the fact like is it kind of crazy that he went to that place to, like, hold a gun to a guy's head? But, like, my father would do the same thing right. if it had Who been me.
1: wouldn't? Yeah. I would do that for my sister. It doesn't yes. even have to be my child. Totally. Um, one thing that I was also annoyed by, though, before they the swelling heroic oh, music yes. and they run into the gas station, Bones has to talk or be talked down by Booth because she wants to join the SWAT raid with them. <sighs> Just want to point out she's wearing zero protective gear. We already know, as she said, I'm a forensic anthropologist. That's why no gun. (laughs) She has zero weaponry, Mm -hmm. zero protective gear, in no way trained, knows nothing about combat, live fire, whatever. Would
0: actually be detrimental to it because people would have to worry about her. her. Yeah, Yeah. she
1: would probably immediately hurt herself Mm -hmm. and need to be taken care of. And she's just like, I want to go with you. And he's like, no. And she's like, no, but I want to. And he's just like, shut the fuck up. No, you're not going. He was
0: like, I need you to not be yourself for 10 minutes. (laughs) Is what he says. And it's just like, and she finally fucking understands something. Like, what don't you get that this is, he has to say like, these are not like anybody you've ever encountered before this like hello remember when they cut off a child's finger yeah (laughs) And she was just like, oh, yeah, like,
1: you're the worst. I'm the dumbest smart person on the planet. This is a smart woman who so you, can't yeah. do the math about, like, there's five gas stations, four are urban, one's rural. <laughs> you should go to that one. And then she also can't do the math of the practicality of, like, you shouldn't go there. You're it's not FBI a person. an FBI raid on mercenaries. Yeah. Everyone else here is an FBI agent who, oh, one of them, by the way, former army ranger who sniped people for a living. <laughs> and all these other dudes are SWAT people. It just... I think, again, clearly I was in an angry place when I was watching this episode. But I'm just like, this reeks to me... It just made me feel like it reeks of privilege. Like, yeah, yeah, someone yeah. who thinks they deserve to be able to do something because they think they can do it yeah. when you have zero actual a- applicable skills. there's.
0: I and, looked it up because it's the guys on their, um like, the SWAT-esque guys. It says HRT on their oh okay and that stands for hostage rescue team like they're right. literally they are specially
1: trained for just this
0: situation and she's a fucking nerd the goddamn... who deals with skeletons who thinks that she can run it.
1: the arrogance to think yeah. that you just because you happen to be smart really intelligent in one kind of way that you deserve to be part of an incredibly high stakes rescue mission yeah like what is happening I-
0: you know? You fucking
1: moron. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. And anyway, same. so they
1: they rescue him. <laughs>
0: so they rescue him, they get in there, great. Um and uh the little kid acting was good. He did a good yeah. job. I've seen him in other that stuff. That kid looks so familiar. He's yeah, definitely right? been in other he's stuff. always yeah. he's been
1: a little kid yeah. in he's distress very cute. before. <laughs>
0: yes, totally. <laughs> um and so at the end of it, like the dad comes, he's so happy to see his son. Yep um and it's basically bones is like so now kind of like now what and like who actually hired these guys and bone booths like i don't know we did our job we found the kid like we're not gonna worry about <laughs> we don't it. need like, to solve
1: this case <laughs> yeah
0: like this whole time like i was so i was frustrated that we didn't know like who did this you never know Oh wait,
1: because it's never confirmed. It's never confirmed. Nope. Huh. Oh my God. I think Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I think I was just focused on how they bring it back to the kid thing again at the end of this episode. Oh, and I was just like, Jesus, not I literally when they started the conversation in the car at the beginning of the episode, I literally wrote, Please God, don't make this an episode about having children. It was. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't mention that in that conversation, I also gave Booth a tally because even though Bones is being a straight up bitch and saying ridiculous <laughs> shit to him about his child at some point, because again, she's declared up front, like right. I'm not having kids. Booth starts being really obnoxious. And he's just like, no, you'll change your mind. You'll have kids. Like, yeah. I hate when men try to tell women that it's like my, one of my many trigger points or whatever you want to call. It. I hate that so much. Interesting. So I gave him a tally for that. Cause I was like, now you're just being an asshole.
0: I don't think I've ever heard a guy say
1: that. I don't know that it's necessarily always a guy who says that, but just like I this pe- general societal pressure yeah, yeah. of like women who say they don't want kids. is just because they don't know, like yeah. they don't know themselves or they right, don't know right, any right. better. And like somehow it's inherent to all women that you're totally. going to have this moment where you're going to be a mom and realize it was the best thing you ever did. Cause mm. it's like your only purpose or something. Yeah. I don't think it's always the, the undertone isn't always that it's your only purpose, but it's just, i don't know i think it frustrates me how intertwined the idea of motherhood is with yes. womanhood 100%. and like being a fully accomplished and successful woman mm. so anyway so that pissed me off greatly so he got a tally yeah like you're not
0: f- fully fulfilling your role as a yeah. woman unless you have and a it's shard. just so
1: dismissive to be like no you'll change your mind like shut the fuck up you have no idea what she's thought about this
0: or what who knows what childhood trauma like like all so many factors all of
1: the things we know about her That she (laughs) she is an orphan she was in the foster system she was abandoned by her brother like all the things. maybe not shocking that she's not like super into the idea of kids
0: of course i didn't even think about that
1: but anyway yeah So So they check in and they're like, still not going to have kids. And she's like, yep. And she's like, still glad you had kids. He's like, yep. Because he was going to say no at that point. (laughs) I actually deeply regret this. After today, I wish Parker was never born.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair point, Zen. Fair point. I actually didn't mind the episode too much to be
1: (laughs) honest with you. No, it was fine. I, again... I'm spewing a lot of vitriol right now, (laughs) but in actuality, I had a perfectly enjoyable time watching it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Final Bones tally three, final Booth tally was two. Okay. NBD. Not the worst. Not the worst, not the best. No. Some of the lines were a little rough. Yes. But,
0: you know, overall, not bad.
1: But highlights were definitely Booth just shutting Bones down. Oh, man, repeatedly. We just don't have time for this right now. Let's get
0: going. She's such a maniac.
1: Um, dudes. Dudes, Yeah, Any
0: dudes on your mind?
1: Oh, I do. I specifically wrote them down while they came to my mind this week because I always have a hard time remembering. I forgot to write down any. So I have two. Yes. Give them first. To me. Jack Whitehall. <laughs> of course you like Jack and White you're Hall. gonna love why <laughs> because I have seen him before. I'm not like new to his comedy. I've seen him before. We should say he's a British comedian. Yes, he's okay. Like yes. In his late twenties, early thirties. I've prim- I've primarily seen him on what the British like to call chat shows. Right, right, right. I don't actually. I don't know that I've actually made it through the entirety of any of his specials. I don't know how yeah, many no. he has, but I know I've tried to watch one or two. Mm-hmm. So Same. I've only seen him do little clips on talk shows and been like, that was really funny clip. Like that was a funny story. Mm. But by and large, I'm not like a huge fan. So I'm just like, whatever. And Mm. I've noticed him before and been like, oh, he's cute. But then like, whatever. Then I watched Good Omens recently, finally Mm -hmm. caught up on that. Um, And he plays a character in it who is basically a software engineer dweeb who wears horn-rimmed glasses and just like, you know, your typical nerdy dweeby clothes.
0: So you Um, fell deeply in love.
1: And I was immediately like, who is this man and how do I marry him? <laughs> who is he? How do I find him in real life? How do I get myself hitched to this guy right away? Have my kids. Oh, or rather, I want to have his kids. Yeah. Um, and then I Googled it. because Oh, I didn't now even, you want to have kids. Yeah. If it's with him, <laughs> I'm in. And I didn't even recognize who it was. Like, I just oh, knew really. that the face was familiar to me. Yeah. and I was like, who is this? And I had to Google it. And then I was like, oh, it's Jack Whitehall. Because I didn't recognize him with the glasses for some reason. But I was like not even jack whitehall this version of him wearing this outfit which i don't think he wears in real life i'm into that and i'm in the process of googling him discovered he's like his his father is like some famous agent or something so he like grew up with money and stuff like that so yeah he's just not like your he's, typical he's bougie, yeah yeah he's not your typical and people um, make fun of him so much oh do they i don't zero for about being him. a fancy boy yeah I love that because it's so far and away oh from the God, character so... that I was like
0: super into yes. on Good Omens. I googled Jack Whitehall, Good Omens, and like, of course, you love.
1: And this he one. was like dating apparently Gemma. This is the two things I found out about him. Out mm-hmm. about him, his father was some high po- is or was I don't know some high powered agent or manager or something. And then he dated like Gemma Chan for like eight years because of course he did. I don't know who that is. She's that super pretty Asian woman who was most recently in like Crazy Rich Asians or something no yep no yep so I'm that sorry. guy bagged
0: that fucking what stutter. also she seems older than him just not because she looks older but because the way of she carries herself yeah yeah,
1: yeah. They, apparently they dated for like <laughs> seven years are you so. fucking kidding me how dare you get your dork penis away from this beautiful asian woman <laughs> but you're gonna laugh because my second person which i do you want to say someone first? She's
0: thirty-seven.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, you're still reeling from the I, news. I, Wait, how old is he?
0: I'll tell you in a second. He's thirty-one.
1: Okay, that not huge difference, but yes, in in like and oh, how God. they come off she the maturity level. Oh, God. Yeah, no, she should be dating like Daniel Craig style yes. type of dude or something. Yeah, totally,
0: one thousand percent. How if I could just go back in time and tell her this, <laughs> Gemma don't, don't do such it a goof
1: I I've literally seen him in nothing pretty much except for this i like him I've
0: also seen him on a lot of British chat shows and panel shows and stuff and I like him um I just he has his whole his kind of shtick is um the um um wow it's a show uh, with Jason Bateman. Arrested Development. Like, he just... Yeah. He's, like, a,
1: a oh, boy. Oh, is he, like, a job?
0: No. Oh. He's just... The term, or, like, Arrested Development, I'm just, like... You know, oh! Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Gotcha.
0: Very boyish,
1: even man, though you're... Man boy?
0: Yeah. yeah. And, like, I find that, as I get older, so fucking off with Oh, a thousand percent. Um, but he also has a show with his dad where he... Uh, travels with his dad and stuff
1: oh like because his dad
0: is so like he wears like a suit and tie every day and he's very posh and kind of stiff and jack whitehall just likes to put him in awkward situations and whatnot so it's um, like
1: comedy and suits. yes
0: gotcha yes um if you like him Uh-oh. especially <laughs> with those glasses do you also like ben wishaw you must I don't know who that is. I have to look him up. Um, he plays Q in the James Bond movie. Oh, hell yeah. He's very cute. I
1: forgot about him. I'm all over that. He's adorable. He is so fucking adorable. Yes. Yeah a thousand (laughs) Jax. i think you really know my type (laughs) i think i think you know exactly the guy i'm going for sadly he's gay so
0: you'll never have oh that's a fucking bummer i saw him i went to see (laughs) the only reason i went to see it uh is because celebrities were in it because i'm a shallow dickhead (laughs) um i went to go see the crucible when it was on broadway
1: um and
0: he was in it and he was phenomenal
1: wow i mean i'm not surprised yeah me neither he was great he seems very soulful (laughs) he does
0: I've seen him on chat shows, though, too. And he's, like, very kind of soft-spoken and stuff, but seems to have, like, a good sense of humor about things. Oh, I know. Delightful. And so we love him even he more.
1: seems delightful. So who's your other guy? So these are two very in the same vein oh, dudes, they, of which course is why I are. had to laugh, and I felt like they should just come as a package deal. <laughs> so Zachary Levi, who...
0: Oh, he's tall and athletic, though.
1: Yes, but he, the thing is... So I had seen him before. He's also a giant fucking nerd. <laughs> I, yes, I would seen it before in like Shazam or like yeah, Marvelous yeah, yeah. Mrs. Maisel, and I've been like, oh yeah, he's like a tall, good-looking he's like a dude, classically American, handsome guy, exactly. Yeah. And I, but I was just like, oh cool, and then I didn't really like, really pay attention, and then I started watching mm. classic NBC comedy Chuck. Yeah, recently. Yeah. Or oh, did you text me about liking Chuck? I did. <laughs> first of all, yes. Let me just say, I was shocked by how much I liked it because it's like this really goofy, cheesy spy show. Mm-hmm. But I was actually like. Laughing during it. I was like, I'm into this. I feel like that's also just like the type of
0: light, like the exactly. mood that you want these days. No real stakes, yeah. funny situation. And so Zachary weird.
1: Levi and the girl who. Um, and there's this other character in it who's like the serious NSA agent on the team. Yes. They do really good, like, deadpan, like, reactions and stuff. like. So it's, like, in, like, good line delivery. Yeah. So you're kind of like, this is actually shockingly funny. Um, it was on
0: during, like, the office days when NBC was churning out decent comics.
1: Oh, is that what it is? Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it when it was on. Like, and It, it was just on like-
0: while we were in college, because I remember a friend of mine <gasps> was like uh i gotta get
1: back for chuck (laughs) oh i mean it's nothing that i would like change plans for like your friend but i mean i'm just pleasantly surprised by how much i liked it because i I put it on just to be like what's this about and Mm. i thought it was going to be really bad and it wasn't yeah um but so in this he plays it's clearly meant to be like he was part of the geek squad at best buy except he's called a nerd herder at a buy more yes um so he just wears this super dorky like white collar shirt with short sleeves and black he looks tie like a Bible. Combo salesman he not even that it's like that would be even too nice it's oh, just no. like, he's like just wearing baggy jeans and converses and he's just helping people fix their computers yeah and i was so in Jax oh, and god. his hair is overgrown like in the early seasons okay so his define, hair is like really yes oh you like oh, that <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: i'm sorry that was so I, <laughs> i'm sorry it's like it's very jim Helper. oh my god it's like early yes yeah, seasons one through three jim halpert or whatever slightly different style but same just kind of
0: shaggy their guy. voices sound the same because
1: when i watched the first couple episodes of chuck i was like "There, him and john krasinski have extremely similar voice like tones and stuff i guess it that. was very like if you weren't looking at the screen you might even think it was jim uh, it was john krasinski oh. yeah and they have the exact same facial facial kind of thing and they do the same sort of reactions mm. so i almost was like i bet these two guys were out there auditioning for all the same parts oh, they sure. saw each other a million times. Yeah. Always going out for the same parts. Totes. Anyway. yeah. One guy, Emily Blunt. <laughs> One guy, Emily Blunt. I don't really know what his deal is. All I know is because, again, I Googled him immediately to be like, oh, do I know who this is? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, doy, it's Zachary Levi. And then I immediately found that he dated like Missy Peregrym for like uh, 10 years and they were like married for like a second. Ooh. Missy Peregrym. the I know her because I watched her in some random gymnastics version of Bring It On from way back in the day. And then I also watched her in Rookie Blue because I am a disgusting person who will watch almost any television show. so many
0: words I don't recognize.
1: (laughs) Well, you Um, know what Bring It On was, right? It's like... Cheerleading huh? squads competing for each other. Yeah. Yeah. So there was like some gymnastics version of it oh, where it was Jesus. like the same idea, but it was like they were gymnasts or something like that. I don't really remember. I mean, they make a nice couple. Oh, I like her wedding dress. She's very pretty. Um, and so she, I just know her that from seeing dress is that movie yes and she has a phenomenal body just mm. a side note she's gorgeous Very and she has an incredibly yes and and that's why like in that gymnast movie they show her in the like the leotards a bunch like doing the routines and you actually think like holy shit she could do yeah, them yeah she looks
0: like she kind of reminds me like Jennifer Garner type yes!
1: lean, athletic kind of yeah, body yeah and type. I have no idea she actually did them and this again is a movie I saw probably 20 something years ago so I remember mm. almost nothing about it but that was like the last thing I remembered about her and then I watched Rookie Blue because I'm a sap <laughs> and she plays like this rookie cop in it obviously i was all in anyway and then so i i just only knew her from that and then the fact that they dated each other for that long and were from like married for three seconds mm-hmm. i was like oh my god anyway this wasn't as big of a bomb for you as the other one because you because <laughs> um i don't think you feel as invested in either of these people correct
0: <laughs> <laughs> um also i remember i was like oh zachary levi is very cute and then i found out and again only three people listen to this podcast so nobody cares but i'm an atheist and so when i found out that he's pretty christian i was like "Ooh, i'm out i'm out oh he seems like a lovely human being um and his interests very much overlap in terms of like nerd stuff but i was like oh i'm which i was like i wonder if that hurt his career at all Because, not that he's, like, shouting it from the rooftops, but, like, I wonder if that made Hollywood kind of, like, be a little bit hands-off with him.
1: Uh I mean, Chris Pratt is also very Christian. That's true,
0: but he was very famous and successful before he really kind of let that leak, I feel like. Leak? Like, it's a terrible secret, you know? Oh,
1: I mean, I I never followed Zachary Levi in any way, Mm. but I... I guess, I, actually, you're right. I don't know. I wasn't following Chris, Chris Pratt very much either, so it's not like I would know mm-hmm. when he started to become more outspoken about that.
0: Uh, I think it was post-divorce. Oh. Post-divorce and when he was getting together with What's-Her-Face Schwarzenegger. Oh, well, they have
1: gone full. Him. And but I feel
0: like that's was when he started to really get into it.
1: I just remember reading interviews about why him and Anna, like back when they were still married, like, why have like you know people are always like you've been married for seven years that's ages in hollywood like how do you make it happen right and then one of the things i remember him bringing up before was just like oh we're both very spiritual and take that very seriously but you're right that was the only thing he ever said he just said we're both very spiritual about him and him and anna ferris oh really yeah but now you're so correct like now with him and his new wife it's like he's all every post is about god and he's like quoting bible verses and he's like showing i remember i don't again i'm not on social media and i don't really follow any of the celebrity news but i Mm -hmm. do remember seeing um like they were like decorating the new home and she had like she was holding up and in like instagram picture Mm -hmm. this new decorative art they're putting up and it was like something jesus related Mm -hmm. and i was just like geez guys like yeah do you do anything else or (laughs) yeah i yeah um but yeah so i don't know anyway but To be clear, Zachary Levi as Chuck. So basically, (laughs) I want to date, I don't know, like a boy who looks like, a man boy who looks like he never graduated college (laughs) and like wouldn't know how to cook himself a meal or do his own laundry or like own his own apartment maybe. about
0: that makes me want to die.
1: I mean, not in real life, just in fake life. Because you're right. The idea of that actual person. Is so exhausting to my soul immediately because yeah. you just know you'd be doing all the heavy lifting yes. in the relationship. It yeah. would be the most irritating thing to imagine. But yeah. from afar, I'm into it from, totally. So I totally get it. So two guys from me that not that in no way shocked you <laughs> that you were like this lines up exactly with what I thought. Mm-hmm. What do you got going on? Um, I can't remember
0: if I mentioned him last time. I may have. I. A- because i talked about pedro pascal who i'm
1: still super obsessed with um but uh oh my god speaking of which i've mm-hmm. since watched that that wired autocorrect interview with him oh yeah and, and oscar isaac yeah. i was like i'm in love with them both right i want them to both collectively just be my family same. somehow same yeah so good anyway sorry, i'd be continue. okay with just
0: being friends with both of them because they seem very fun
1: Yes, you just want to like hang, hang out, out with
0: them. I want to have a barbecue with them and just and joke watch around. them just be doofuses with yes, each other. Yes, so one hundred percent Anyway, I'm um, sorry. Continue. Uh, the only person I can think of at the moment is uh, the guy who plays. I'm pretty sure I talked about it last time. I'm so sorry. Uh, the guy who plays um, uh, Pablo Escobar in Oh My God. Here's the thing in Narcos. Right. But in real life, because he had to gain so much weight for that
1: role, yeah. in real life, he's so fucking handsome. I think you did bring up, either we talked about it in person, like, while we weren't recording yeah. or something, but we definitely talked about it. Did I show you pictures of, like... You yeah. did show him as a regular he, person. Like, and he's adorable. He's
0: And he's in a new show or movie on Netflix called Sergio, and he looks
1: so good. I was shocked yeah. when you showed me that picture. Yeah. Because he is actually so attractive. He's, like... Oh, go so attractive and you just would never think looking under that narco's exterior yep. that that was possible for him yep so good
0: that makes sense i don't know if there was anybody else i've just been a, on a real pedro pascal role um, that's fine you're um, you're grooving
1: <laughs> pedro. um
0: but i do have a hypothetical for you oh okay um have you seen pretty much all the marvel movies yeah um I was recently, this weekend, actually, we uh, watched part of Avengers Endgame. Oh, nice. And when, uh, at the end, uh, when uh, Captain America thinks he's just fucked, he's all by himself versus Thanos, um, and then all the little swishy golden circle things, portals open, and, like, everyone starts to step through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, wept a little bit. I've <laughs> <'cause>, uh, <laughs> seen this movie a thousand times, and I still am just like, oh. Um... And I was like, wow, there's a lot of Marvel characters. And I was like, which one would I want to be? Taking into consideration all the things, like their backstory, Backstory. where they lived, like their life before this, if they had one, like, do they die? (laughs) Like all like their abilities, like who they're like all who they're friends with, who their family is like all of these things. Interesting. I have chosen mine. Oh, boy. What you answer first so i uh love sheree i think from black panther i think oh, she's fucking awesome she's she I, is awesome i think she's fucking gorgeous um and uh she grew up in wakanda which is by far in a way like the best place in all the mcu like oh yeah it's like you know i love water so these waterfalls i'm feeling it (laughs) um and then like all the technology and stuff is amazing she's brilliant yep she like runs the r&d for him low-key a princess fucking princess i like her outfits i like her style she's got angela bassett is her mom yes um, she makes cool tech for herself, like, her, like, punchy little, oh, like, glove things. Oh, arm thingies? Yeah.
1: paw thingies? Yeah, that yeah.
0: she, you, like, it looks like she's punching, and it's like, poo-poo-poo-poo! Yeah. Yeah. So fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she gets to work on Sebastian Stan's body <laughs> to try to repair him when they bring him in. Yes. As the Witcher Soldier, like, she gets to work on Martin Freeman. Great. Oh, he's on there. I I think he's adorable. Oh, for sure. Um, so... Taking into consideration all of her, I'm just like, yes. And she's funny. She's got everything that I love. This is a really
1: good question. And I feel like a hard to answer one.
0: Let me roll through all the movies for you just as a reminder. Thank you. I would appreciate that. So that's why I have my computer open. So we got Iron Man. (laughs) Iron Man 2. (laughs) Thor.
1: So you got all, think of all the people in Thor. Yeah.
0: Yeah uh captain america what
1: if i like the idea of the character but i don't like their representation in the in the movie
0: oh curveball all right give it to me
1: well uh, this isn't necessarily my answer but one okay. thought i had when you said thor was like i did like the idea of jane in the thor movies oh okay. but i did not to yeah, be honest like the Who way did? that natalie portman played her or the way that they used her in the films anyway
0: agreed 100 percent. um so keep that one in your back pocket uh you got um because she's a scientist (laughs) (laughs) fucking nerd (laughs) so you got iron man 3 thor the dark world captain america winter soldier guardians of the galaxy avengers age of ultron ant-man uh captain america civil war dr strange guardians of the galaxy 2 spider-man homecoming thor ragnarok uh black panther avengers infinity war ant-man and the wasp captain marvel avengers endgame spider-man far from home do we know what zendaya is gonna be in the universe yet uh we do not know okay because i also thought of that one for you and yeah i thought of one other
1: i as a character super super like zendaya she's f- hilarious she's super yes. cool And I'm pretty sure at the last movie... And again, I haven't seen it since it was in theaters. Mm. So it was a while back. Same. But I remember it kind of hinting like... I was like, oh, that's who they're going to make her, I think. Um, But... And I already have immediately forgotten what that was. But... um, My gut reaction because my favorite character since i was a kid has Mm. always been spider-man oh
0: i did not know that
1: yes i was obsessed with spider-man really when i was little i would always watch the spider-man cartoons on tv i never read comics as a kid so Mm. i can't have like claim to be familiar with the comics Mm -hmm. at all um but yes i watched spider-man like religiously on tv um because (laughs) i loved his story of course she did that he was a poor graduate student yep that literally couldn't support himself in new york city on his stipend <laughs> and had to work part time as like a photographer for an asshole at a newspaper and then on top of that when he gets his powers mm. at least in the cartoon version it's not really represented that way in all the movies but in the cartoon version when he's like making his suit and he's making his webbing he's doing that through chemistry because he's a graduate yes, student in yes, chemistry yes. Okay, so it's like it's Yes, he got these radioactive spider powers, blah, blah, blah. But he also had, had to, to use... do it himself. Yeah, of, yeah, like he had to use his own personal intelligence and like ingenuity. And like, it's not like he's coming from a super privileged background, right? Mm-hmm. He's not like a Tony Stark. Right, right, right. Who I, was just, I wasn't even aware of as a child, but like, I didn't know that character. Mm-hmm. But he's not like a Bruce Wayne where he's just like a billionaire right, casually. Right, right. Um, so I really liked him as a character. I could totally see you as Spider-Man. Also,
0: he never really hurts anybody. No, he's so he earnest text people. Yeah, and does what he can to help out, but he doesn't actually like He
1: doesn't have like Yeah, he's very sweet. He's just such a do-gooder. Yeah. And again, I wasn't like super familiar with like Hulk as a kid, so mm-hmm. I feel like at least in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the way that they portray Bruce Banner is very mm-hmm. much like that too. Yeah. Like this like sort of sheepish smart dude. Yeah.
0: But like A uh, reluctant hero. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: like certainly there's Captain America. Again, I wasn't that familiar with those guys. So totally. at least in my mind, when I think about like a superhero, it's like Peter Parker is someone who's just like, again, just so it, it i think it really appeals to my midwesternness yeah of like when i came to totally. the east coast i did actually feel like people are meaner here <laughs> i'm not even joking like when i went to college i was in philly for college so it's like not even like new york city oh yeah so which Philly's i feel a like is a whole place. other echelon you know? oh or maybe i don't know i don't really know like the east coast reputations of things mm. but like oh okay at least in Philadelphia and maybe me I just went to school with a bunch of bitches so who can say <laughs> really but like I just remember thinking like this is very different and I feel it and so even as I've like been in New York for like 10 years now sometimes when I'm feeling really bummed about dating if to be completely honest yeah I'm like I just wish I could find a midwestern boy who just happens to live in New York yeah, yeah, because yeah. I miss that sensibility and it's like I don't mean to say it's like a simple man or something but like just this kind of baseline level of like that's just not what you do and there's like a way that you are with other people right and you're just like nice in a very like it's more corny way yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. and so like peter parker to me reads as that so i was just like totally i'm on board with him and he does chemistry
0: (laughs) you are spider-man i love that huh
1: i mean i'm glad that you agree because yeah, i i've 100%. always like weirdly just been like really into the idea of spider-man and now that spider-man's played by like a seven-year-old boy it's kind of weird but like yeah, you but know a super hot one <laughs> yeah, yeah seven-year-old boy I'm that jack so wants a bone to him. <laughs> <But> it hurts
0: <laughs> he's like 22 or something
1: so now i feel a little uncomfortable oh. about it but like yeah generally speaking as a character i like him a lot
0: interesting i would never have thunk it oh um, I also did not realize until I was, like, in my 20s that, like, oh, yeah, people from New England are mean. <laughs> We're mean Oh, do you people. think that, too? So, uh, my brother lived, went at, to college in Chicago and lived out there for, like, 10 years even after he graduated. Oh. Um, and I remember I went out, the first time I went out to really visit him, like, as an adult, and um, we went out to dinner with one of his very good friends, and... Um, my brother is very his, we have similar senses of humor and yeah. it's very like dark and it can be very mean and sarcastic but accurate um but it's and i think it's a very new england sense of humor hmm. and i went out there and i was like terrible i'm but i also also 23 so i was probably just terrible <laughs> Um, but his friend was like, does she hate me? <laughs> 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 but it's just cause like our sense of humor, so much of it is just like joking around and making fun of each other and stuff. And like, I feel like it, it can often be like cutting people down and stuff for some reason hmm. and like very sarcastic and sarcasm did not translate well out there. Again, I was young, so mm. I would probably feel differently now. And would carry myself differently. But I was just like, oh, there's... It never even occurred to me of, like, there are different just styles of, of people. Mm. There's cultural differences between New England, the South, the Midwest. So, it, like, yeah. it just... Because I had just always grown up in New England. Like, right. that's all I knew. And I didn't... I had the luxury of not having to think about it. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh, yeah, no, this is... This is different.
1: I... I mean, uh-oh. I sometimes feel on the fence about it because I obviously spent my... I grew up in the Midwest mm. and then only came here to the East Coast when I was 18. Mm. And I say it like I'm talking about a completely different country. <laughs> um, no, it was just flying a couple hours, but... But it's different. I mean, it, it certainly is. But the thing it's is, the like... The pace. Everything. I also have a very sarcastic sense of humor. Yes. And I also tend to find mean dark things funny. Yes. So like sometimes I'm just like, "Wait, I'm not even a nice person." So like, what am I talking about?
0: But you're also incredibly earnest and kind and you always want to make sure that you're doing the right thing and you don't want to hurt people's feelings. Like, you're you do have those sensibilities i think very much so i think they've probably been altered from being here for so long (laughs) (laughs) and we've ruined you a little bit i mean i do think
1: i've since changed certainly like when i if i ever am back in the midwest Mm. now after like 12 years of being on the east coast Mm. wait did i do that math right oh my god 14 i'm so old um (laughs) um now i'm like I almost roll my eyes a little bit. But, like, yeah. So it's I'm just remembering, like, again, I was, like, 18 and I, like, moved to Philly and I was like, what's happening? Mm. Um, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much of that's real or just me just feeling insecure when I was 18 being in college. I think at no, all. I think it's very real.
0: I think so. Well,
1: Peter Parker could have grown up next to me in a cornfield. Who knows? <laughs> Even though his story is, like, what? He's from Bronx? Queens. Oh, Queens. It's as if he grew up next to me well, yeah. actually, I grew up next to a soybean field, to be fair. <laughs> there, there's a lot of corn and a lot of soy in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, you're very, I, you're very thoughtful and like want to make sure you do
1: the right thing and don't hurt people's feelings. And like, I mean, but so are you. You're not devoid of those things. True. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're some terrible monster. You have all those exact same thoughts and feelings. True. I just, I don't know. It's like, yeah, there's, it's like something that I seem to have at some point perceived, maybe now not so much because I'm so used to it and maybe now I'm different. But it, it's somewhere in my head. I still think that for but some reason. When
0: I meet people who are from the Midwest, I can tell beforehand like, oh, this person from the Midwest. There's Wait, something that really?
1: yes, one hundred
0: percent. Wait, could you tell that about me when you no, met me? No, I could not. You have very East Coast vibes. Because <laughs> also she's changed. Well, <laughs> also you talk fast, and oh. usually, and like I feel like in like
1: Northeastern people, they we tend yeah. to talk faster. The stereotypical things of like a Northeastern person, right. yeah.
0: Um, but like both, it's more so with men. Um. Probably just because I've known more men from the Midwest than women. Hmm. But, like, just the general... It's very, like, laid-back vibe. Um, They do tend to talk slower. They do tend to be more (laughs) earnest. (laughs) Like, it's so true. And, like, very just... uh, One of the editors um, uh, who I work with is from the Midwest. And he's just, like, super calm. Like, very chill. And, like, one thousand percent, I was like, oh, he's not from the Northeast. (laughs) we're just a neurotic, sarcastic, sarcastic, (laughs) mean people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. It's just like people who didn't grow up probably like near a big urban center. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's also partially why I still have some of those things because I'm like, I grew up in the Midwest and very definitely a suburb that was like slow and sleepy, but like still pretty close to Chicago in as much as Chicago can compare to something like new york but you know well yeah anyway Hmm. so that's why i love peter parker (laughs) i think that's great yeah you're spider-man just trying to meet a peter parker here in the city (laughs) i have none
0: of the intelligence or abilities that Cherie has i just think she's cool
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh she's a thousand percent so cool Uh,
0: no she's funny well she's also funny for sure that's my only the actual connection with her. Oh, you're saying like the qualities. <laughs> qualities, of you that- yeah. Oh, oh my God, uh, no. Uh, yeah, she's she's funny and cool, and she makes fun of her brother.
1: <laughs> That's what I do too. I think you have lots of qualities like her. Yeah, you don't live in Wakanda. Oh, with a I lot of I access did. to vibranium but <sighs> if only zen you're just as like funny quick resourceful she's real sassy she is. and i don't mean that in the stereotypical black person way where they when oh. white people say sassy oh, t- as a God. coded word yeah i mean in, in an actual she is very sassy yeah. <laughs> when she in
0: the, uh i just recently rewatched black panther and i really enjoyed that movie more so than i did the first time i saw it um uh, when uh forrest whitaker's character um the first time chadwick Boseman is becoming like black panther or whatever is like the king of wakanda and he basically does kind of what they do at weddings is like does anybody have anything else to say or whatever (laughs) does anyone else want to like challenge him for it and she starts to raise her hand (laughs) 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 fucking great um and poor angela bassett is like jesus christ like this girl like like, such a queen she Um. Yeah, that was my only hypothetical for you. Amazing.
1: Yeah, I actually did have a hypothetical give it to me and i meant to do research for it and then i didn't oh whatever but do you remember several podcasts ago mm. when we very memorably discussed like our top five dudes and then who would we actually marry oh yeah <laughs> And now, <laughs> oh, <no>. my <laughs> thought about it because i was laughing to myself about how for my two dudes this week it wasn't even the people it was like the characters, the characters. that they played yeah 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 so i wanted to ask for those same five dudes I meant to, of course, go back and listen and figure out who our five dudes were because I couldn't quite remember. Oh god, I'm not gonna be able to remember. So we don't have to necessarily choose the same five dudes, okay. but among this whole pantheon of men that we've discussed <laughs> in just eleven <laughs> short podcasts, oh my god, have we run out of men? I'm not sure. <laughs> Never. Um, if we're only thinking about their characters. Who oh. would you marry? And I was thinking to myself, I think you might actually still choose Christian, to be honest. <laughs> I've never seen the show. I've only watched You've one episode. You've not seen Black? I've only watched oh. this episode. Oh, because in the show, he's pretty fucking great. That's awesome. He's that same nerdy doofusy, but so like down, like ride or die for his wife. Nice. And so it's like they have that crazy neuroticism, mm-hmm. but he's just like so here for her. I might
0: go with someone who, who I've not discussed, because I think in my head he's married, so like, he's off the table. <laughs> <laughs> he's not an option for you. Yeah, no. Um, but I think me, like many other nerd ladies, I really love Jim Helper. Yes! And like, he is, like, he's all about Pammy, and they have, but like, they have a good time. And so um, wholesome? Yeah. Yeah. I think um I think I would probably go That's with That's such him. a good answer.
1: I wasn't even thinking about him.
0: Just like John Cresty in real life like you got Emily Blunt. Why am I even thinking about That's you? That's so real. But I think like I had such a crush on him. I still I mean I still do. I think he's adorable. Yeah. He seems like a very nice guy. Um but yeah, I think I would uh I mean I'd also marry, like, Captain America. I'd marry a lot of guys. (laughs) A lot of characters.
1: Well, because the characters are, like, well, for the most part, the best of them. Right. Not a lot of the guys we've discussed have played terrible people a bunch of times. Um,
0: But, yeah, I think my, he was the first one who really sprang to mind of, like, oh, easily, I'd love to marry him. Nice. So supportive. Yeah. Um, That's such a good one.
1: Yeah. What about you? Well, I didn't even think about this for myself, so I actually now have to actually think. Uh, I can't remember
0: who you guys
1: were. I just remember we landed on, based on your recommendation, Alexander Skarsgård.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: But all the shows I've seen him in, I do not want to be no. with those people. I mean, I can <laughs> see movies.
0: you, like, I mean, you could marry Chuck. I could. Or Ben Wishaw's Q.
1: Yes, or I could marry I don't even remember the name of Jack Whitehall's character on Good Omens mm. anymore. Newt, Newton Pulsifer, maybe? That sounds so correct. Yep. Of course, his name is <laughs> Newt. Very Neil Gaiman-Terry project. Yes. Um, actually, the first thing that came to mind, which is actually so funny, because then I was immediately like, I'm not even answering my own question properly. <laughs> um, and it's not even, like, romantic. But my, f- at least, current favorite relationship mm-hmm. on television mm. has been... Alana and Abby from Broad City.
0: Oh did yeah. you ever watch
1: Broad City? I do. Okay. I'm not like
0: um I've seen a bunch of episodes, but I never like actually watched a season through season. Gotcha. I did I see the episode of Jason Manzucas, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: of course. <laughs> so I was gonna say that like the reason I really like that show is because those are two super strong female characters where the core of the show is their friendship yeah. and it's only positive. And in the same way True. you were just describing Jim as mm-hmm. being like just endlessly supportive mm-hmm. and like loving of Pam, those two women I feel like are endlessly supportive of each other. Totally. And especially with Alana's character, like Abby is... I With those two girls, I see myself as the Abby. Okay. If that makes sense. Like yeah. I'm not as like outgoing and sort same. of crazy or whatever way, as Alana. Yeah. So like I'm always like I wish... I had an Alana in my life who was like such a um, dependable cheerleader but also wild enough to like push you to do like wacky shit that Hmm. you would not otherwise think you could do totally um, so if she were a man, I guess I would choose <laughs> her is what I'm trying to say, because that was the immediate relationship I thought of that I really liked. But yeah, she's, she's a, she's not a man that we've discussed. So I'm trying to, trying to figure out a man that reminds me of her. That's tricky. Yeah. I don't know. I should have come better prepared. friends with another Abby instead of a Nalana, though I will support you. That's so funny that you say that because day, I, I feel like in day. a lot of ways- I think of our relationship as an Abby and a lot totally. of relationship at least for me personally I'm not trying to like horn in on your life and, and say that Zen <laughs> that in like
0: one or two short years you've become my best friend that's all I've ever wanted <laughs> I'm number one my plan is working
1: <laughs> I've stepped on the heads of so many other women to get here <laughs>
0: I don't fucking care <laughs> I'm actually more like Loki. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, instead of pushing you to do like crazy, fun, wild things, I'm pushing you to like, if you don't want to do those plans, don't do those plans. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're pushing me to do the wild things of considering my own feelings and emotions first before (laughs) deciding to commit myself to stuff you know the other relationship that makes me think of a little bit but not even the same at all mm. so I'm also failing with my second answer You're my fine. own hypothetical I'm question all of it. is hot priest from Fleabag season two? Oh yeah I just really the thing that I really liked about that relationship even though it obviously didn't end the way that I wanted it to end no yeah. was just that same. he was so openly loving and kind and non-judgmental to yeah took yeah. everything she had she like laid herself bare, and he was just like that's totally fine and it's not a big deal yeah. and And I appreciated that he was the only character that could see her breaking the fourth wall, which I had a lot. I spent a lot of time thinking about what that meant in terms of really seeing mm, her. Seeing her, but also what does that mean? What does that mean we are as the audience Mm. when she looks to us as the fourth wall? Anyway, so whatever. Totally. But so him having that special place for her in her life. Mm. I was like, sometimes I feel that way about my own life where you don't necessarily always feel like People 100% get you totally but then to have someone who like so completely gets you or at the very least when you tell them stuff about you none of it is ever an issue like that yeah, yeah. seems very important yes <laughs> so.
0: and difficult to find yeah, yeah yeah
1: so anyway so if he weren't a priest that eventually ends up being celibate for the rest of his life <laughs> um and he was capable of marrying you know uh so i've given you two answers a woman and a priest <laughs> I am killing it. <laughs> you
0: know what, son? It's okay. I endlessly support you. I enjoy these answers. <laughs> this very, why I struggle. They're very thoughtful. In relationships. <laughs> <laughs> they're very thoughtful answers that I 100% agree with. <laughs> Thank you. Um, A romantic, now I'm trying to think of a, who would you? <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I mean, how would we distill those elements into an actual heterosexual man <laughs> <laughs> that we know of? <laughs> but character, right? We're still going. Yeah, with Yeah, we're still going with character. Well, because you hit the nail on the head right when you said Jim. I was like, that's such the perfect one. So, so we'll just clone Jim. No, I don't want to do that. But if I... <laughs> if this is real, should I take Christian? Because I've seen him in the show. Oh, I mean... Oh, my God. That makes me laugh because it makes me automatically remember the other character I loved in Orphan Black was her, her brother, mm. who who is, again, that same incredible support character. They're, like, like again, they'll never leave each other and they'll mm. always, like, fight for each other. Because, obviously, it's, like, a very intense, like, thriller, conspiracy That's drama why thing. That's
0: I, I couldn't... I mean, when it first came on, I was excited and I tried to watch it, but it was so stressful to me literally like the first episode (laughs) was so stressful to me even though oh yeah like clearly everything works out because there's There's
1: 10 more episodes (laughs) i was still just
0: like and so i couldn't do it maybe now i could go back and watch it
1: i only watched i think the first two or three seasons i actually need to catch up mm -hmm. it's so good but like again he uh, the stakes are so high in that show so it just That's feels even thing. more like, so, heroic yes. with their relationship like they Aww. will really do anything for each I other i know
0: she had a brother on the show yeah so he's gay though
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you got a woman a gay guy and a priest to be fair, Alana is clearly also into women. She's clearly a queer woman. I don't know if she ever identifies on the show, but... Um, oh, I haven't seen enough episodes to even... And certainly not any of Oh, the- th- one through line through the show, she's always trying to see if Abby's down to have sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's literally just so in love with her as a woman. Aww. Like, she just so, is, so loves her.
0: Weirdly she, sweet,
1: Yeah, it's like actually like not even like a gross sex. It's like literally she's just so into Abby. <laughs>
0: Clearly I've only seen like the first season of the show. I think I might have only seen it, yeah, episodes from like the first maybe second season. Um that's fucking hilarious. I didn't know that. Um I'm just gonna trying to think of guys for you, man.
1: I Sorry, you should, I didn't come right. I think you should take Jim. I'll just take Christian. No. No, Ooh. No. I'll, I'll, I'll take what's his face from Narcos. <laughs> like pobs pobs pablo Pops? pablo sure you can call him pobs Pop-
0: Pop? i mean he's a like billionaire
1: yeah i mean he's not the snappiest dresser i would have anything i ever wanted
0: so many homes big old pool like beautiful location beautiful locations uh hopefully not too many mosquitoes but you know i mean you know you can get some of those mosquito magnets and be fine <laughs> we had one of them when i was a kid don't know. i'll uh look maybe
1: i just need to do some serious thinking he loved his
0: family but he also cheated on his
1: wife <sighs> that's right uh, i mean and then there was the murder <laughs> then there was
0: the whole like yeah
1: a uh, coke kingpin thing i mean like that might get in the way a little bit blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he's a <laughs> businessman. <laughs> yeah well okay so maybe i'll just try to spend some time thinking about a straight heterosexual oh wait those are two words for the same thing <laughs> <laughs> some straight man that embodies those characters i'll think of it i'm sure i'll come to it oh you know who else i would it, character hmm.
0: um david Tennant's version of the doctor from doctor <gasps> who so good he's really fun and funny and silly
1: that is a great answer but also like but also will at willing some to point here
0: <laughs> willing to fucking throw down if you piss him off will at one point
1: basically okay. die and be reincarnated
0: <laughs> i mean listen i found matt smith attractive uh, i'll have to skip the cabal years <laughs> <laughs> i find the lady attractive so like that works Can Can you tell. Tell doctor who's a good one he's I really—he's my favorite doctor. He's just so—he's a little flighty for me. He is a little flighty, but I still love him. Yeah, no, still great. Still if, a great. If if I could take that doctor, but he's also madly in love with me. Great. Yes, that's all I need.
1: But yes. like, yeah. Wow. Great answers all around.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you were a Doctor Who fan. Should I just say the
1: cartoon Peter Parker? Yes, An illustration. <laughs> So I have a priest, a queer woman, a gay man, and an illustration. How oh, my God.
0: Well, she's not great at her own games.
1: She doesn't know how to play by her own rules.
0: Um, I mean, if you were like 22 years old. If you were the same age as Tom Holland, oh, would you
1: like his? Do you like his Spider Man? His version. I of do. Spider-Man? You're right. I just again because he's so young, I just can't even. But yes, you're right. If, if I were peers, if I was in diet, I'd be like, oh yeah. my god, like obviously. So really, it'd be
0: either aged up or Peter Parker. Or you aged down. So Peter just Parker. Tom Holland, uh, fifteen years from now. <laughs> but you're going with a character. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So like yeah, yep. That works. Did oh, you yeah. Use,
1: You're right. The character. Yep.
0: The character. Yeah. And he's very earnest, sweet boy. You're right.
1: Definitely not Toby McGuire's Oh, cool.
0: And oh, I never watched the Andrew Garfield one. I tried and I got about 10 minutes in and was like, Ooh. I can't do this. <laughs> oh, I'm so curious. Maybe I'll try now. I also just... I Spider-Man never really did speak to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that any real superhero stuff did.
1: What? I was oh.
0: Kid. That's... So I, interesting. I, I enjoy it, but I never really feel like.
1: That's so funny, though, that your hypothetical was all about that. That And you're I just know. like, none of these characters speak to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, at this point, like, I enjoy them. Um, I think I've really. Because they're action movies, and I love an action movie. And they're spectacles and awesome. But as I got older and they made more of those movies and they made more female characters i think i was i've been more intrigued by that and stuff Hmm. and been like i like these ladies yeah they're pretty fucking great yeah um like more interesting stories too yeah and their powers are interesting and not as
1: much like i mean this sounds horrible to say, and I don't mean it that way, but like sort of cookie cutter story of like Yeah. Backstory, like main obstacle, mm-hmm. then they come out as a superhero, like that whole kind of yeah. very predictable arc.
0: Or even just going beyond um Black Widow of just like she kind of uses just like sex in a way to yeah. kind of and like she's a spy, but you never really see her being a spy. They, like, I don't you, think she does her well in the movies. Not at all. And she's great with a gun. Like, <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm excited for her standalone movie Me for that too. reason. It looks really good. They just like shoved her in there to be like, see, we have a woman. Yeah,
0: basically. And she's hot. We have a woman. We put her in a fucking skin tight latex outfit. And yeah. I'm Joss Whedon. I just trained the camera on her ass multiple times and it's fucking gross. Like, yeah. Cool. And then. I feel like someone eventually was like, Can we maybe put in like actual female characters who are interesting and yeah. dynamic and Can we blah show blah her blah. doing something? Yeah. <laughs> um and so now they're just they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel connected by enjoy the stories and I guess the characters. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just want powers is really all
1: oh a thousand percent don't we all i mean yeah spider-man's powers are not my preferred powers what i was going to say if not spider-man i would be like captain marvel yes because i mean well i also liked her story a lot too i just i wasn't aware of her until the movies basically came out and i like read up on her backstory but i love it i'm all about that brand of feminism and um yeah she's a nuclear bomb literally so you know i'm into it
0: (laughs) if you could have anyone's powers would it be hers of that whole mcu
1: Um. Probably, I guess. Yeah. I like the idea of being able
0: to fly, and like fly through a giant warship, yeah, and just blow it up. Yeah, cool. You can fly into space and not need anything. Exactly. Get a cool haircut. (laughs) Totally into it. I. Um texted my friend and his response was not helpful of just like i don't understand what dr strange's powers are what are the oh what are the boundaries the sorcery what do they include everything apparently like yeah it seems interesting but i don't actually know what they are
1: well i think it's magic Jax. (laughs) (laughs) what does that mean though you it's know, like I a need weird. To know. I don't actually I only saw that movie once, and so like I, I saw too. it when it came out, so like now this is like how Same. many years ago. But Same. so it's like literally like bending reality in space and time, right?
0: I guess. Oh, you know what? No, I don't want Doctor Strange's powers. Scarlet Witches are pretty fucking cool. Oh,
1: Scarlet, she is very powerful. Super powerful. I don't actually totally understand the source of her power. Like, I know she was exposed to one of the stones, right? And that's how they get it. No idea. Her and her brother. Yeah, I think so. But, like... She can use them for both
0: protection and also to, like, (sighs) she can, like, make things move. But she also has,
1: like, a mental component. Like, remember when she, one of the movies, like, went into Tony's brain? So, like, she has more powers than I think they show in the um, movies. Or they
0: just kind of... Or like, yeah, she can do it.
1: this and then continue yeah. on to the next thing. And her brother's fast. I'm actually <laughs> also excited for Wandavision for that too, because I think that'll be an opportunity for them to really explore that stuff. I wish
0: they just gave her better outfits. I don't like her outfits.
1: <sighs> I yeah.
0: I think I might go with her powers though. I'm trying to think of i mean the wakanda stuff is so cool i was thinking of like do i want to be black panther because then it's just like in you well uh, well
1: thor thor also it's sort of like do do you want the actual yeah like do you want the powers in you or do you want them like sort of like partially or maybe totally like in the case of stark like the technology around you. I want you. them to
0: be part of me. Yeah. I don't want I them think to so be too. taken away.
1: Actually, Thor's a great one. I would Thor love Thor's a fucking pretty. hammer. I like that he gets an accessory. Yes. <laughs> and I like that he gets his accessory and like inherently is like you get to smash yes. shit with it. And not in like the Hulk smash way, but right. like, you know, like
0: take yeah. it out bad guys yeah. like fling around and yeah. boomerang yes, yes at yes, you. Yes. You slam it into the ground and like, poof, yeah, it's great. You can just like conjure up the like lightning stuff
1: and just go down and punch his the ground. His costume <laughs> is among my favorites too. I love a red cape on, like battle gear
0: it's so majestic i I just i don't like capes oh no i'm just like you what purpose do they serve to look cool i see here's the thing i'm also someone who doesn't like i don't like drawstrings on pants i don't like ties on a dress like i don't like i don't even know what you're saying i don't like extra bits i don't like drawstrings on pants i hate drawstrings (laughs) i take them off of all the pants that i own cut them zip zip done I hate drawstrings. I hate ties on dresses. Like, I don't want extra bits. A cape is an extra bit that someone can just grab it or something. Get it out of here. Just give me the armor and a sweet haircut
1: and be looking all handsome. Sorry. That's a good point. You're not, like, the. I like the practical
0: argument you're I'm making. very utilitarian. And if it doesn't have a purpose, why is it here? You know? No, you don't know because you like a cape. It's well,
1: Dr. Strange's cape is like an entity. <laughs> and so I'm
0: fine with that because it actually serves a purpose. It could do some shit for it's you. It's basically the magic carpet of Aladdin. <laughs> oh
1: my God, for real.
0: You know, that's fine. I'm okay with that.
1: Okay, yeah. So Thor's cape you're not into. I'm just like so but I'm into his power. He looks great. And I love his powers.
0: They're very cool. I like that he has an accessory. Because <laughs> I don't like that Captain America's accessory is just a shield
1: yeah me neither boring
0: give me a hammer give me an axe
1: yeah and it's a cool looking one too yeah it's literally otherworldly
0: literally I, but i would not want to live in asgard even when it was still existing <laughs> it just looked very cold <laughs> and metallic and i don't
1: like oh it. really i really wanted to live there you can have i also it. want to live in wakanda i want I, to live in all the places i mean fair i'd really
0: like uh dr strange's bleaker street
1: apartment <laughs> yeah i did but i was like it's so dreary looking on the inside it's a little
0: musty looking yes yeah it needs some zhuzhing from a lady and i can provide
1: that one of the movies they make fun of it like being a museum and i'm like yeah and mm-hmm. i love museums but this isn't the good way that i like museums the yeah, way no. this feels but you don't want to sit on a
0: couch and have it puff up and just be dust. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> um So, Thor's. Do I want Thor's powers? Black Panther, because he's just like strong. And I like his suit.
1: He has really cool accessories. Very cool. Extremely cool. Because of my girl. He's like the James Bond of the Avengers. That's very true. That's a good comparison. All the good tech. Yeah. Well, I guess there's Tony Stark too, but I mean. Uh, But. But it's so Tony's is so bulky because that suit like Black Panther suit is so hardcore, but it's just like sleek. I think the interesting thing, too, is like with Tony Stark, at least again in the universe. I don't know if in the comics it was different, but it seems like it's largely suit centric technology that he has. Very
0: suit centric. (laughs) Very
1: suit centric. Yes. He's just making a bunch of different kinds of suits. Um, Whereas with Black Panther, it's like a whole like swath of technology yeah. with a bunch of different purposes he's got the bead bracelet yeah. things the suit's also it but then you know the cool the like the necklace and then they had the what was the thing they used in the movie where like she could like drive the car drive yeah whatever that was, that was. Cool. She yeah. drive,
0: he, martin freeman drove that plane thing. exactly they have a lot, a lot of, of cool t- tech and like all the train system like literally yes. the whole place is. oh just and the terrible. fact that it's just like
1: a hidden city yeah <laughs> Forgot about that part. That's for like real. No one can find yeah. unless they're allowed, and they have like a cool blue light tattoo in their mouth. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you have to get a tattoo. I can do that. That's fine. <laughs> I'll add it in there.
0: I'll do that all day, man. I just and want the to be clothing
1: furry. that they wear—that's like very like um traditionally inspired—is yes. so beautiful too. Actually, the colors, yes. everything.
0: And I love um the like kind of like paint and stuff like yes during the ceremony like sheree's face looks super cool yeah and i forgot about it when and then when i was watching endgame they're the first three to step out is akoya um t'challa and sheree and sheree has like the cool like face paint stuff mm-hmm. i was like oh that looks so awesome i would look like an idiot <laughs> but that looks awesome <laughs> and i'm very jealous and she's got the pants <laughs> on her
1: hands i'm just like yes <laughs> i uh Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Bone (laughs) zone. So anyway, this is uh, where we wish we were superheroes and didn't live our own
0: lives. (laughs) Oh, man. I also always wanted Jean. This is not Marvel, but like, well, I guess it is now. Like Jean Grey's (gasps) powers. Yes. Whenever I get mad, like really mad is usually about work. (laughs) And people just, I'm so frustrated and I just don't know what to do with myself. I always picture myself as Jean Grey when she's just like
1: destroying matter
0: and just everything just gets blown to bits i was
1: like gonna say but then you said marvel specifically Mm. but if it wasn't marvel specifically the person i've always wanted to be in real life is Jean gray she's like endlessly powerful yeah and i
0: and it's just her just like oh that's
1: how i picture myself whenever i get really angry mostly because of the destructive power she has (laughs) It's why i really like her
0: and like literally no one can control her
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Amazing. When I'm most angry, I turn into Phoenix or whatever they
1: call Jean Grey. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> I'm laughing that we had the exact same character in mind because <laughs> we're angry women. Because we just want to be able to obliterate things. <laughs> that was our primary motivation. Listen, people
0: need to listen to me more. <laughs> And y'all are making dumb mistakes.
1: I was like, Spider-Man, because oh. he just wants to help people, you know? And then I was like, but really, Jean Grey, because she will destroy Surely, you literally. Like, <laughs> blast you into atoms. She will actually defy the laws of physics and make it so your matter is gone. I'm into it. <laughs> Listen, two sides story every coin. It's fine. So I would be Spider-Man Jean Grey. You would be Shuri Jean Grey. Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Very mm-hmm. interesting blends. Yes. <laughs> I support them entirely.
0: <laughs> um, Anyhow, <laughs> this has been Bone Zone. <laughs> where again, we just go off on a weird tangent. Um, thank you so much for listening. Check out the Instagram page where I'll just post pictures of handsome men uh, and the ones that Zen likes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. Gene <laughs> <Jean> Grape. <Grey. laughs> Um, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.